0: Hey, you're listening to the Talking Tough podcast, brought to you by Dr. Martins and hosted by me, George Moot. I'm a model and presenter from London and on this podcast I'll be talking all things tough with our guests, covering important subjects including body positivity, diversity, mental health and sexuality. Hope you enjoy. So today on Talking Tough, we are joined by Tori West. Tori is editor of Bricks magazine and has written for some amazing publications, L.U.K., Nylon, Dazed and Girls Talk, just to name a few. She uses her penmanship to talk about classism, inclusivity, sustainability, success and much more. Tori has been championing the hashtag Instagram transparency to highlight the misconceptions and facade often played out across social media. So Tori, welcome to Talking Tough. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Thank you so much for being (laughs) here. So I wanted to start out by asking about the hashtag Instagram transparency. Um, like, when did you decide this was something that needed to be discussed more? And can I just put my hand up and say, I've used that hashtag yes. after seeing you using it? <laughs>
1: um, well, I think mainly it was because the first thing was that I was having quite like, uh, what's the word? Just a very slow year. Um, and I struggled quite a lot with my relationship with social media. I went through quite a intense uh, harassment case that was to do with... Um, basically it was, it was all through social media the way they were trying to harass me so my relationship with social media changed quite massively that year and then I as a victim of abuse you just I, what well, I personally did like kind of insulated myself a lot more and I didn't want to project what I was doing so much in like an outward sense so that's when I started like taking up cleaning roles and trying to like have a less like this sounds so lame but like have less like public life I'm not a but but then by doing that I didn't actually have um I didn't feel like I was actually had anything with posting. Like, all my friends are, like, phenomenal. Like, I'm so lucky to be, like, in this, like, amazing creative scene in London where I've met all these, like, incredible people. But then sometimes that's really hard when you see all of them, like, posting all their achievements constantly. And then you're like, well, I'm just cleaning, you know? Like, I'm not actually achieving anything. Then I took a step back and was like, hang on, no, I've taken that decision for myself. And that's, like, a good, you know... That, that, that was, I was so proud of myself for making that decision for myself that I was like, that is an achievement. I know people, it's such a stigma around being a cleaner and like everyone thinks it's like you do it because you're absolutely broke or you've got no other skills. And that's kind of like the stigma attached to it. But I love it because I find it the most therapeutic thing because it gets me off my phone it gets me off my emails
0: it gets me off all
1: these things
0: that's when I think that's actually when I first started following you with my friend um showed me that video of you and you're like this is actually what I do in my spare like I clean as well and I was yeah. like my first reaction was like oh my god that's such an amazing job to like balance out freelance work because obviously with freelance work yeah you're not gonna be busy every single day and then I yeah. can assume with cleaning like you can kind of have a bit I more freedom and you can pick it up up. Yeah yeah,
1: And I was actually doing it For three months And not really like Talking about it openly Not because I was embarrassed Just more because Like I spoke to my parents About it And my dad Who's like My parents are most Supportive people in the world Like they've never been like "Tori, go and get a job Like they've just Recognised that I was a bit of a loose cannon And I was never going to listen So they just accepted And trusted me you. Yeah To just be like No she's actually doing okay Even though we don't quite understand what she does (laughs) so yeah they've always been like super supportive but my dad was like don't talk about cleaning because it will look like if you uh, it looks like you haven't got enough work and you're, f- like, failing. He's like, we know you're not, but on an out- outward perspective, it will look like you haven't got enough work and people aren't working with you. And then I was just like, okay, I can see that. I get that. But then I was like, actually, I feel so crap, and I bet you there's other people out there that feel the exact same as me. So I literally was, like, so worried about it, and I thought about it for a week, and I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to say I'm a fucking cleaner. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to say it. it. Get out there. And I... Did it and I was like, do you know what I'm gonna do it before I go on the tube? So I just finished the cleaning shift and did those videos and I was like, because then I'm on the tube for 40 minutes and it's, no up, service, it's up. It's up. I got done. no service I don't know yeah. what's happening. Don't know, and then I Put got, off the, I got off the tube i got the My phone was like going off. So many people messaging me being like, This is the most honest post I've ever seen, like and it actually made me feel like, oh my gosh, like I've been isolating myself in this bubble of social media, feeling crap about this like, harassment case and wanting to take a step back and all this stuff, feeling like I'm not achieving anything and actually every single person was in the same boat but no one was talking about it openly because they felt
0: embarrassed i do think social media is one of those things that like and you hear it a lot where people are often like oh don't you shouldn't post that because you've got to put on like i said this kind of facade like oh but if you post that people will take it as this and it does seem like sometimes there's a disconnect between the truth and what's happening in your life and what you are putting on
1: like yeah. online
0: so is that why you think transparency is so necessary seeing everyone constantly achieving it's so overwhelming oh God,
1: so like and it makes me feel like i'm not doing enough all the time like all my feed is like, all my friends are like phenomenal like and oh in my opinion like overachievers and for me that's like not a normal in Of environment to being, it's just the kind of industry I'm in. Whereas, like, all my friends are like published authors and writing books and getting like all these amazing things. I'm like, oh my god, I want to write, like, write, but I'm not doing a book. And then I'm instantly comparing myself, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm also doing other cool stuff that they probably wish they did. Like, I, I've somehow kept a magazine running for five years. That's an achievement in itself. A huge
0: achievement. It's like
1: we're we're not only just like stressing that we're not achieving enough we're comparing our achievements with other people yeah and that's so bizarre yeah do you know what's so weird And something i was going to say earlier it's like social media is so like polished now and so that it's not fun it's <laughs> like i want to in- like make the make the internet and social yeah. media fun again and what's so weird is if you think about it me doing videos of like folding toilet paper and like cleaning showers outright which is a real skill. Which I just so, say like and it looks if you want amazing, me to come over and clean your shower no please, I really need no, one will, a, no one ever will be able to clean your shower like I can cuz I've got real I've got a real
0: limescale <laughs> issue at the moment
1: no but how weird is it though with social media it's like it's become so polished that people actually think this is what blows my mind people actually think that I've done something groundbreaking by talking about cleaning a shower <laughs> Like, what? Like, how did we get to that point where like I can just, like, fold toilet roll and be like, hey, this is how you fold toilet roll because that's what I'm doing today and that's what I've learned. So I'm just going to, this is what I've achieved today. I learned how to fold toilet roll like this. People are like, Tori's groundbreaking. She's changing
0: (laughs) social media. And I'm like, I'm not really. I'm just being really mundane. But I think you are right. Like, the extraordinary becomes the ordinary on social media for me going to the post office i'm like oh big achievement and then i'll go on social media and i'll be like oh shit yeah (laughs) someone else has like done something extremely major today (laughs) yeah i'm like you've done a
1: book i folded toilet roll today
0: everything is fine with it yeah (laughs) i actually used the hashtag on a post where i think i was talking about success and the feeling of success which is actually what we're going to move on to um but I, like, work had been a bit slow and I'd have people coming up to me, like, friends or people I hadn't seen in a while being like, oh my God, you're killing it. Like, I keep seeing all over. Like, I actually had so many people say to me, like, you're killing it. And I'd be like, you know, self deprecating self, like, no, I'm not. And I actually felt like not great in myself because I was like, oh, little do you know, I haven't worked in a while. And yeah. then they'd be like, oh, well, on your Instagram, it looks like, or on your social media, it looks yeah. like you're killing it. And that was a real shocker for me because I was like, oh, what am I putting out there then that makes me look so successful when I'm at yeah. feeling the complete and that was opposite? It. That's why, I, that's literally that
1: feeling was what I think I wrote when I did that post. Because as an example, was like, when i first moved here i couldn't afford to move here i got offered a job at id and took it and had to move within a week so i had no deposit nothing right so i was just like i'm just gonna sublet so i sublet for a whole year and then i had to move out this house that i absolutely love with one of my friends and I ended up moving in with a sister who had a spare room. But this room was like had a broken window. It was winter. The heating didn't work. I was sleeping on a blow-up bed for three months, right? In the freezing cold. And it was fashion week, obviously, in January. And then I saw my friend from home that was also doing fashion week and was like, Tori, you're killing it. Like you're so successful. You must be minted right now. And I've literally laughed like, in his face. I wish and you was like see my bank. Do you town. know what? This is actually really and I was talking about this like three years like, This is three years ago. And then I went online and I was just like as as if like as someone would say that's me when I'm literally sleeping on a blow up Bed in a cold room with no furniture, living out of a suitcase, and you literally had the audacity. And obviously, it's like they're like just being nice, and of that's course, like really great. But I was just like, no, that's a lie. And I used it's to get really frustrated. It's such a weird feeling
0: when you're feeling completely the opposite internally, and then it, it completely yeah. skews your perspective of yourself. Or at least that's what I found because I was like, I can't even tell what's real anymore. Then yeah. if you're telling me that I'm doing well, but I feel like I'm not doing well, then where's the actual truth in this? Yeah, and uh, again on social media, that's where I think a lot of the issue lies. Is that people lose the kind of perspective of themselves and how well they're realistically doing, or how or they're, what they're doing in their day to day life? It can yeah. be really like well,
1: naturally as like human beings, we only want to show our best selves. That's what yeah. we're taught. That's what society is always taught us to do: is to yeah. show your best selves, be polite, look good, go for a job interview, look your best. Do you know what I mean? And it's that and now we use social media for work purposes especially like our generation especially it's like our portfolio our as well. it's everything it's yeah. like your blog it's your portfolio it's where you put all your work like i just signed to a modeling agency and they were like what's your Your instagram's fine like, blah, blah, blah. like it has to be that they're gonna come before they a- ask you for a job they're gonna look at your instagram so it's we are only gonna naturally gonna show up ourselves because we all want to be successful right but that is just a snapshot of my life it's five percent
0: and, and then so it's then like, like, what are you like suppressing yeah and that's why that. i just want
1: to be more honest i yeah. suppose like sometimes i'm on my story. the other day i put up a story and I, like i looked back and i was like like five hours later and i was like i look terrible but i was just like, i don't I'm care i'm gonna leave it because that's what i looked like yeah. at the time my hair was everywhere i needed to re-bleach my eyebrows it looked like i had nits because i had like regrowth coming <laughs> through my eyebrows and i was like do you know what i'm not gonna pretend to like be somebody
0: else that's literally what i'm like like right now what I think is really admirable is that you do, even tying it back into the hashtag and Instagram and social media, you really emphasize the other side of success and the sacrifices and the different types of success. It is, it's a risk success. and a
1: sacrifice. Because I
0: think people are, are being told that there's this one ideal of success and it's so not true and it can be completely different and malleable. Based on whoever you are or whatever you're doing. So I just wanted to say that I really admire that. I loved your story the other day about success, like the one that you posted where you're like, I'm turning 27 next week and sometimes I feel oh, a bit. Yeah, shit when I was because, in the car, I was yes. having the worst day um, that day. I feel like. <laughs> I've had many of those. <laughs>
1: it was a hard day. And then I got this message that a piece I did about the Instagram transparency that went on Lecture in Progress who have been like so supportive of this whole like thing that I started talking about on social media. And um, basically they'd put me in their newsprint, which goes out for free to, like, 10,000 students in the... In, like, for universities across the UK. and amazing. And it's, what's kind of iconic, though, is pictures of me, like, looking really good in, like, a kind of, like, Diamante bra cleaning in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, I'm glad that I've got this in, like, an educational programme. Yes,
0: that's how I want but apart to be from represented. That,
1: yeah, but apart from that, I was like, this is actually one of the most, like, best things, even though it's, like, it's not paid for, it's not... Nothing, like, it's... Like, a lot of people don't understand what election progress is it's just like it's a sister company it's nice that but it was that means so much to me because like as i was growing up and when i graduated that was such a hard time and i don't know one person one person that graduated and left full-time education like even if they didn't go to uni and went left a levels or GCSE, that hasn't felt lost because that whole system that you're taught to be in It's just gone. Like, it's like, okay, bye. Like, there's your support gone.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I realized when I did that post the other day, it was like, it's been six years since I've graduated. And I'm actually really happy what I've achieved. And when I was 25... In all honesty, I felt a bit lost because I'd achieved every... That, that sounds terrible, but I've achieved everything I wanted to do. All I wanted to do was do bricks and just last and try and be freelance. And then I've realised I did it. So I did feel, like, semi-lost, but also I wasn't as, like... Satisfied? No, no, I feel satisfied. I just feel that I'm broke. <laughs> so it's like, and I don't want loads of money, but... It's like I've, no one sees the sacrifices or the risks I've taken to get to that point. Like right now, I don't have a bedroom. Yeah, I'm 27 on Monday. I graduated six years ago. I do not have a bedroom because I've decided to sublet it out to try and pay off invoices from the last issue so I can save up money to try and do the next issue. So it's taken me three months of like moving out the house I've lived in for three years and putting someone random in this to just like, yeah ho- and hope for the best so I can move back in in three months and take that massive risk and I've moved back home for three months and I'm just travelling back and forth Um, so it's like but no one talks about these things and it's like but it, it's just such a stigma to just like even like move back in with your parents for like a couple of months do you yeah. know what I mean but actually I'm enjoying it and I'm happy and it's like that's my decision and that's my risk that I wanted to take and that's the, I yeah. made I think in my my opinion like a really healthy decision for myself It's an amazing
0: decision it's also yeah. like actually quite lucky to still be able to do that I don't think that should ever be seen as a do you know how
1: much of a privilege that is and I at first I was like thinking oh I don't want to lose my independence I don't want to do this I don't want to do that but actually like having a supportive family is a privilege not everyone has that and also when people work full time like my best friend and flatmate she's Irish she only gets to see her family because she works full time in retail like probably max like three days over Christmas and blah 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 yeah and she would love to go home for three months, but can't. And I was like, "Well, that's the benefit of me being freelance, right? Like, I can go and spend three months with my family yeah. if I want to." So it's like there are privileges, there are risks. Like, I don't have a steady income. I don't have this, that, and the other. I am still in my student overdraft, like six years after graduating. I
0: mean, like, I don't I was... know if I'll ever be
1: out. Honest, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> like, it's, it, so it's it, You know, it's just sacrifices. It's like it's and how you measure success. about a year and a half ago i had an epiphany and realized i constantly wanted to succeed and achieve just for the benefit of like how i'd appear to other people so for instance like some boy would like piss me off and i'd be like i'm gonna be so successful and it was always like you know that classic like lady gaga quote and she was like her ex was like really awful to her and she and he was like you're never gonna make it you're a crap singer and she was like you won't be able to get petrol without having to listen to me in the garage when you're pumping it into your car. Oh my God. Yeah, and I've I've always felt like that. I've always felt like that. So then, and then I realized, I was like, hang on, if I'm constantly achieving things for the sake of like my outward perspective, what other people see me as, like, I'm not happy. Yeah.
0: And that's what I realized I was doing. I'm
1: like, I'm not achieving for myself. So now I've measured success on not money, not what I can post on Instagram, not what I can say I've done, on, or like a tick off bucket list, whatever, by the age of 30, whatever people do these days. I, I don't want to do that. I just literally want to measure it on how happy it makes me. So now I don't take work unless I learn something. That's like a massive thing for me. Like I won't just do a talk if I'm not learning. Yeah. Or like I have to learn something. So I measure on education self-happiness and if i feel creatively fulfilled yeah and then if i do that's how i measure my success
0: now that's amazing because i think that's the trope that a lot of people fall into of measuring their success on what that other people are directly telling them or what society is telling them is successful and
1: ironically we don't feel like that anyway because when someone comes up to us and is like
0: you're "You're doing doing so well amazing honey you're doing great sweetie and I'm like
1: you mad I sleep
0: on a blow-up bed like shut up
1: so we don't believe them anyway so it's like I'm just gonna do it for myself now you just got taken. in your
0: industry do you ever feel out of
1: place genuinely it's so hard to see yourself doing a job that you can't see. Like, yeah. how do you know what you can be if you can't see it around you? And that's why obviously representation is so important. But as growing up, I grew up in a council state, I had nothing, like I literally, my mom was like, my dad's always been in the picture, but we they had me when they were like teenagers. And we grew up in a council state, just me and my mom. And I shared a room with her, I think, until like I was about three like a bed with her, not a room, like a bed with her since I was three. So I've always grown up with, like, absolutely nothing and always felt like I'm going to have to work harder than everybody around me at school. I have to prove myself that I'm not, like, this, like, dumb girl from the council state stigma. And then it's like like, as a working-class woman and also as a queer person, like, those are barriers in a sense, you know? And it's just, like, I'm bored of stepping into rooms and being like how do I navigate myself in this situation or how do I where's my space because in my head it's like a constant battle of being like I don't think I belong here I don't think I should be here or like you've got
0: like a flashing because I feel like I'm winging it yeah
1: (laughs) everyone is I feel like I'm winging it I feel like I don't belong in these places got asked to do a talk at the London Mayor's office this year and I was so it was the first time that I was like nervous because I was like how did a working class girl from what Wales, that grew up on a council state, who like told was going to fail English, who couldn't do public speaking, was told you were never going to be a published writer. And ironically, if you don't work hard, you'll end up being a cleaner. Like, and I'm happy doing both. <laughs> and I was like, how am I doing a talk at the London mayor's office? And politics is like, that's I, I'm in the fashion industry, but it's very, I, did, I didn't want to go into fashion because I admired it. I wanted to dismantle it and change it. But politics, that's, like, my main interest. And so to do that to in that room in and survive. be like, you're welcome here, but you're also talking, blew my mind. Like, it's all about, like, feeling, putting yourself in positions that you don't feel like you belong in. And, and that's what I do with Brit.
0: I was just wondering if you had any advice for people wanting to get into journalism specifically fashion journalism because it does seem like it's quite a hard industry Mm -hmm. to get into and i think all of fashion can sometimes be feel like slightly a slightly unwelcoming place yeah
1: for sure do you know what my advice is i always say and i didn't do this i feel like i would have saved so much time stress and energy if One, I actually did intern. I didn't. So that was one thing. Because you make a lot of mistakes that you probably wouldn't have made if you'd learnt from someone else. But then also saying that you don't need to intern. You need to have a mentor. And that could be anybody. That could be like your friend or someone that you look up to or admire or mentors are so invaluable. Like I mentor all of my editorial assistants out, people that come and help me with bricks and, like, try and push them to, like, other work and get freelance work in the industry because I think if I had that, it would just be 100% easier. Like, I probably owe my entire career to Ashley Kane from days. I would not have a career if it wasn't for that woman. She is my mentor. She's my friend. Whether she knows she's my mentor or not, she's I don't know. She's it. Yeah, like, Honestly, I wouldn't have a yeah. career. And then I like to return the favor and be like, well, I'm going to do that to, like, the younger generation of yeah, me. pass it
0: on. And pass it on. So you recently boycotted Fashion Week.
1: Okay, I hate the word boycott.
0: Why? <laughs> Tell me No, I love.
1: Because I basically didn't boycott it. I just didn't do it. Yeah. And okay, my point is for this is because with boycotting fashion or particular brands or there are some I will not work with, but. I am a strong believer you cannot change anything unless you work with them, not against them. Like how much more powerful is it for that brand to trust you? And then you go, do you know what, actually, like you do this and I think it's really bad. Yeah. And like, they'll listen to you more because you've got a mutual relationship with them. If you go at them with a torrent of abuse, calling them out, doing all this stuff, which is still, you know, powerful in itself, They will honestly respect you more and listen if you have, like, a conversation explaining what they're doing wrong and give them a a solution of how they could do better.
0: Well, I just wanted to finish up by asking what tough topics do you think need to be uh, talked about or carried on into the future? What a question, because... You're, like, uh, everything.
1: (laughs) I've spent the majority of, like, my life kicking off about things that are quite, like that relate to me in the sense of like, I've always talked about queer rights or being a working class woman or, you know, no one ever.
0: Of course, that's where it Like starts.
1: appreciating like the creative industry in Wales and what we do and know it's so left out because we don't live in London and everything's London centric. There's so much to be talk- spoken about. But someone made a really good point to me the other day. And was like, if we keep fighting for all these rights, which we desperately need and we need immediately, if we don't focus on the climate crisis, we're not gonna be able to enjoy those rights in 50 years time. It's not like what yeah. like we need, like long term. So it's like she now I've home. shifted and I've gone, okay, I wanna live on this planet, I want my kids, I want everyone to live on this planet in 50 years happily and be able to breathe and just not live underwater and just have a nice, great, healthy life. Yeah with their rights, but if we just focus on getting all those rights, we're not gonna be able to enjoy them because we won't be here. Yeah. So I think that's one of the things that I've really tried to like focus on at the moment. And I think that's why most of my conversations and work has to do with the climate crisis. Cause I think it's like the most insane thing. I'm so urgent. We're in like the sixth extinct, like we're in like a sixth level of extinction. And we, are the last one, no, this is the only level, like, of extinction that is caused by humans. The rest has been caused by natural climate shifts, like the Ice Age. But that that's my answer to the question. I could go on about that all day. But it's definitely the climate crisis that just needs to be spoken about more. But not just spoken about
0: action. Yeah. We can't I just be having through. these
1: conversations and then not actually acting on them because it's the actions that are going to change them.
0: Yeah. Tell everyone where they can
1: find you. So you can find me on Instagram at Tori West, not spelt as the conservative way. It's T-O-R-I West, like Kanye, at Instagram. Uh, Twitter's the same, but it has M-dash at the end. Uh,
0: and then Bricks is Bricks underscore magazine on Instagram and Twitter. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. That was such an enjoyable conversation and thank you to dr martin's for giving us this platform as always to talk about these important issues and topics um and thank you so much for listening join us next time thank you